0: This is a Gulf Stories Moment, made possible by the University of West Florida Innovation Institute. Hi again, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another Gulf Stories moment. My guest today, Dr. Athena Dupre, a distinguished university professor from the Communications Department at the University of West Florida. And today we're talking about recovering from a goof. Dr. Dupre, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: So right off the bat, I love the topic, though it feels a little broad. Help us think about what do we mean? What are we talking about from a communication standpoint? What is a goof?
1: You know, a goof, I think, is something that didn't go exactly as we had hoped. It may be a glaring typo Mm -hmm. but. Just makes you cringe later. Maybe you forgot to ask the VIP to the big gathering. Mm. It could be, you know, those moments I went sent out congratulations (laughs) letters to people who didn't actually get accepted into a program. (laughs) And we laughed. No, we didn't. Uh, But we we recovered. So sometimes they're very small. Sometimes they're still very embarrassing.
0: (laughs) And it's funny, you know, something that feels small. Like the typo thing is small, but I've been there, and it doesn't feel small. You know what I mean? When you go back and read that sent mail and see what you did, your stomach drops and you are Mm. embarrassed. So so definitely been there. So I know you know, you lead workshops up and down the Gulf Coast with leaders from, from every facet. Is this a topic that comes up frequently? Do they want to talk about this stuff?
1: I think they really do because we all like to think that we're immune. But the reality is we will goof. And the, the deeper reality is we probably should goof. What do you mean by that? You know, I, I often use the analogy of snow skiing, and I'm very bad at it. <laughs> okay. I'm so bad at it. You've goofed a time or two? Oh, um, uh, yes. Yeah, okay. And, and if you've ever tried snow skiing, as somebody who's very bad at it, it's so hard to get up. You fall. And embarrassing. It's...
0: And you just hope nobody's recording.
1: Absolutely. And you're down there <laughs> trying to get back up, trying to get back up. And for, for that reason, I don't like to fall. And so I never really challenged myself on the slopes. Mm. In fact, I just like the
0: flat ground. Got it.
1: But it means I will never become a good skier.
0: So you so, have to be willing. Yeah. You must fall to get up, to learn how to get up. So, so is that where the confidence comes from? Because I know this, when you have those goofs, when you send the email with the typo or, or something bigger, as you indicated earlier, well, next time around, before you hit send, you might read it 10 times because you're like, I don't want to do this again. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this again. How do you avoid losing confidence because you've goofed before? Oh,
1: I mean, I think one of the things you have to tell yourself is it's, it's a natural product of, of learning and taking chances. And there's almost no way around it. And just learning as best you could, as as you say, maybe you change the system, you Mm -hmm. develop safeguards. But think about things, you know, Edison is famous for saying that I invented 99 ways not to invent the light bulb. Really good. You know, Post-it notes were a huge failure. Nobody was trying to create an adhesive That doesn't stick for very long, but it turned out to be 3M's biggest product.
0: (laughs) Worked out well for 3M, no doubt. So we talked off the top about the smaller goofs and then the really big ones, like not inviting the the, the CEO to to the big event. Mm. How do you avoid the big ones?
1: The big ones. You know, I love the work, as you know, of Jim Collins. Yes. In his book, A Great by Choice, he uses a mountain climbing metaphor, and he says the best climbers fail often and they fail fast low on the mountain. Mm. When you're low on the mountain, you make a lot of goofs. Mm -hmm. You learn a whole lot. And above what mountain climbers call the death line, that will save your life. Mm. And so I think recognizing where's the death line, maybe nobody's going to die from your goof, but it could really damage your reputation. Mm -hmm. It could kill your business. It could kill a lot of things metaphorically. So celebrating the small mistakes to avoid the big ones.
0: So I I have to ask this before we run out of time. What steps should we follow, to recover? Because as you said, we're all going to do it. How do you get out of it? What's the first thing you do?
1: The first thing you do is fess up. Mm -hmm. It's really tempting not to. Fess up, apologize, make it right. Try to fix the system, not just the problem so that maybe it won't happen again. And above all, as you said, don't lose confidence. It's it's a natural thing. Uh, You're probably far more qualified now. Than you were before that goof to succeed.
0: This is about as universal a topic, I think, as we could have come up with. So I'm sure people are listening, thinking, I'd like to know a little more about how to handle something like this. Do you have any resources you suggest? You mentioned Collins. I love Collins' work. It's
1: fantastic. John Maxwell's work. He has a book called Failing Forward. Mm. Fantastic.
0: Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. Been talking to Dr. Athena Dupre, distinguished university professor from the University of West Florida about recovering from a goof, a topic I think we can all relate to. Thank you, doctor. Thank you. For more Gulf Stories moments, visit wuwf.org slash podcast or go to the podcast page of npr.org.